Welcome to Oxford Adult ESL Conversations, hosted by Jamie Adelson Goldstein, teacher educator, co-author of the Oxford Picture Dictionary, and series director of Step Forward. In this episode, Jamie is joined by Dr. Sharice Moore, Principal TA Consultant in the Human Services Division at American Institutes for Research. Her responsibilities include a focus on equity, access, leadership, and continuous improvement efforts in adult learning and career pathways. Dr. Moore serves as the Project Director for Octase Links and the Teaching Skills That Matter in Adult Education Projects. She also serves as the Practitioner Training Lead for the CTE Research Network's Practitioner Training Modules. She has extensive experience in adult learning, career technical education, and diversity, equity, and inclusion. Previously, Dr. Moore served as a district-level administrator, a secondary site principal in California and Arizona, and is a secondary and elementary teacher. In this adult ESL conversation, Sharice and Jamie dive into the Teaching Skills That Matter project and its impact on adult multilingual learners. Welcome, Sharice. It is a pleasure to have you here for an Oxford Adult ESL conversation. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here and be a part of this conversation. And you know, before we dive into our topic, I always like to ask, what do you love about what you do? That's a great question and also a hard one to answer. There are just so many things that I love about what I do. I love being an educator. I work with the American Institutes for Research as a principal researcher, and I have worked in adult education for some three decades. And I truly believe that education is a great equalizer. Education can change trajectories. As an educator, we get to change lives. And as an adult educator in particular, we make dreams reality. I love the feeling when someone has met or is close to meeting their goal or their dream. And that's what I love about what I do. So I'm imagining that you were drawn to the field of adult education for exactly the reasons you've stated, that it's an equalizer and it helps people reach their goals. You know, I I could say that. And I would add a little bit that really I was drawn to adult education really by accident. Ah. I think most of us are. In many cases, we don't start off going off to college saying I'm going to become an adult educator. We might say I'm going to become a teacher, but we might not know really what we're going to teach and where we're going to teach. And so in my case, how I came to be in the field is that I was looking for a part-time job as a poor, starving college student. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom was an educator and suggested that I look to see if there were any opportunities for college students in the neighboring school district. And I went to UCLA. And so that neighboring school district happened to be the largest school district in the country, LA Unified School District. And I looked there and found a wealth of opportunities. And I became an instructional assistant for an after school program then. And I also started working part-time in an evening high school diploma completion program. And that was my start in adult education. I think that there's not a person in the audience that will be able to relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you though, it was, it was a truly humbling experience to work part-time in, in adult education because I was hearing the experiences of our students and 
was hoping to really inspire them to complete their goals. But more than anything, I was inspired by hearing why they were returning to school. And after I graduated, I got my first job as an ESL teacher in that same program. It was amazing. And, And that was, like I said, it was some 30 years ago. And my career in adult education has been nothing short of rewarding at every twist and turn and in every role that I've had the privilege to serve in. Well, our conversation today is focusing on the Teaching Skills That Matter project, which is pretty famous at this point. But for those listeners who have not yet heard about it, I thought I could share that this project, which is fondly referred to as TSDM, was developed and conducted by the American Institutes for Research, AIR, and designed to increase the capacity of all adult educators to help all adult learners build the skills needed to meet the demands of critical domains in their lives. So to that end, the TSTM project team worked with Jobs for the Future and a team of subject matter experts to develop evidence-based training, instructional coaching, and instructional materials. These are the three pillars of the TSTM project, training, coaching, and materials, and they support the direct instruction and practice with the nine central skills in areas of civics education, digital literacy, health literacy, financial literacy, and workforce preparation. So those nine central skills are the essential skills of our century, one of which we're engaging in right now, Sharice, communication. Would you help me list the others? Absolutely. Um, We have adaptability and willingness to learn. We have communication, as you've said, critical thinking, interpersonal skills, navigating systems, problem-solving processing and analyzing information, respecting differences in diversity, and self-awareness. Thank you. So when did this project begin for you? I know when it began for me, I'm not a completely disinterested party. I got to come on board around 2019. But when did it start for you? And from the time it began to now, what are you proudest of? TSTM was my first national level project where I was actually leading the the work on this. The TSTM project started in 2018 and TSTM is in its fifth year. And I am really proud what we've done to serve 31 states. I am really proud of our work with hosting two amazing virtual conferences. I am really excited about those because we reached folks who weren't able to participate in maybe our cohort trainings get over a thousand educators in each of those conferences. And TSTM, as we saw the energy and enthusiasm that was happening then and still today was becoming something of a phenomenon to see the changes that are happening in classrooms as a result of teaching the skills that matter with instructional approaches that work. There's just so many things that I'm proud of. I'm extremely proud of the fact that Octe saw the benefits and opportunities from TSTM for adult educators to continue with the fifth cohort. It's really, it's a comprehensive teacher training project that has touched educators in nearly every state, again, either through participating in cohort training or being in one of our to virtual conferences. I'm very proud of the reach of TSTM. And again, the changes that we're seeing in instructional practice as a result, 
Most importantly, I would say that I'm proudest of the impacts on students. TSTM was developed with the focus on teaching the skills that matter most to students with instructional approaches at work and outcomes that matter. I know that says a lot in one phrase. Yeah, it does. But that's really what it's about. Um, while we don't have assessment data on student outcomes directly related to TSTM, we've gotten amazing feedback from teachers that have highlighted how TSTM connects students to learning. And this is especially happening in our ESL classes too, and how it motivates students to persist and how it helps our students reach their life goals. And um, one of the things you know about, but maybe our listeners don't, is that we coined the phrase life force skills. I love that expression. It's a yes, great phrase. Yes, yes. For us, it, it's a spinoff of, of course, workforce skills. But these life force skills that we all need are especially important for our adult students who are navigating very complicated lives. Again, many things I'm proud of, but probably the most is really this focus on life force skills and as a tool to use to solve problems and move forward in, in whatever their goals might be. So I'm wondering about the skills themselves. You know, we know that with uh, college career readiness standards and the English language proficiency standards, we've been asked to align with those rigorous language skills. We've been asked to align with the workforce skills through WIOA. And the pandemic has brought us nose to nose with the mm-hmm. digital skills that we need. How did TSTM determine the nine life force skills? So TSCM is run by the American Institutes for Research and the CCRS and the English Language Proficiency Standards. Um, those are projects that AIR was very close with and led the work on the English Language Proficiency Standards. We also developed through AIR the employability skills. So we had a foundation, a background of understanding how those skills and standards intersected. We also had the knowledge of the 21st century skills, the knowledge of the the scan skills, even going back to, to those. Looking across the work that had been done and looking at the skills that seem to remain as most important for our learners, for our audience, and also seeing the way in which things were advancing around digital literacy, these were the skills that stood out. They're all important. And we also know that you can't teach everything And so it's important to be able to hone down based on the research, based on the evidence, based of what matters and what works, what what employers are looking for and what our students need. If I can just take a little bit of a moment to think through what actually happened even further. Sure. The pandemic did cause impacts that none of us were prepared for. And I just want to kind of pause to share again that TSTM was funded 
in August of 2018. Mm-hmm. And that's a full 19 months or so before the world shut down in March of 2020. And we've spoken about the skills and how they came to be, but I just want to pause a minute to talk about the topic areas too. Yes. Because they couldn't have been more timely. Those five topics, civics education, digital literacy, financial literacy, health literacy, workforce preparation, those topics in the midst of a a pandemic could not have been more important. And initially we were only focusing on workforce preparation. As we started to work with our SMEs and hear the needs from the field, it became clear that this was an opportunity to do more. And so we did. And the year that the world shut down in 2020 was also an election year. And how timely could we have been then to have a focus on civics education for our ESL classes to help students understand how to be engaged and what was happening during that time. Of course, we all pivoted and moved from in-person to online instruction. And so this focus around digital literacy and ensuring students had the skills was extremely important. Financial literacy, as the pandemic was happening, the work was changing that our students were engaged with, the economy was being impacted, and understanding and leveraging this, this topic area to focus on instruction around making ends meet. Again, these are real life things going on. Of course, health literacy. Yeah. I was waiting for you to get to that one. COVID, helping our students to understand uh, through the lessons that have been a part of the TSCM materials, healthy choices, healthy living, navigating health systems, complicated for everyone, but especially important for adult learners and triply important for adult learners who are English language learners. And then, of course, workforce preparation, building on our work around the employability skills and meeting the needs of what would become a changing workforce demand out of the pandemic and a post-pandemic world. So critical skills and topics and, of course, the approaches. Well, and this is a real silo buster. Yes. (laughs) Because... We're not saying that the multilingual learner in an English language class can't deal with this or can't work on this topic or this skill. Yes. We're saying that these are adult skills that all our learners need. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Could I take a step towards the teacher education side of this and talk a little bit about the trifecta that the project created with training, coaching, and materials? Very often when I've been a part of something, we we tend to like provide a lot of materials or we get some PD, but that coaching element, that was pretty special. And I've heard a lot of participants speak to that. So would you like to talk a little bit about the coaching and, and the other elements of the project? Yes, yes. I think that the trifecta that you described represents recognizing that it takes leveraging the training the resources and implementation support via coaching. So for TSTM, those components were were all prioritized. The training itself is quite intense. Um, It's an eight month training and it's for a state cohort of educators. So four nominated teachers from the state along with the professional development leader that in itself was different. This training built in it the capacity to help those teachers become teacher leaders and 
to build their confidence so that they could work in partnership with their state professional development leader to scale and sustain the learning that they have from TSTM within their states. And along that whole time, they are being coached by a peer coach. We recruited coaches who were in the classrooms themselves who could share their experience as teachers and as peer coaches who were also using TSTM in their classes. They had a responsibility to do site visits with the teachers that they were coaching and to meet with them to support the implementation. Really, they were meeting with them every week to check in, to see if they had questions, to see how the lessons went. Um, on top of that, the teachers participated in an online community of practice, and that gave them the opportunity to ask questions of each other. So that, yes, they came as a state team and there were four teachers from that state, but they benefited from working as a cohort with other teachers from eight to 10 other states. And how wonderful to get that perspective. Absolutely. And if I can just highlight then the last part of that trifecta, which is the training materials, what we so lovingly call the TSTM toolkit. I love that toolkit. Love that toolkit. That toolkit is a reflection of a commitment to provide resources that are readily available for teachers to use. It has in it lesson plans around each of the five topical areas. It has lesson plans around the approaches that work. It has lessons on the skills, but it also has within it briefs to help lay the foundation for why this topic area matters to our students, why this is important. But this toolkit is available on our website for TSTM, which is on the link site. And again, you can download components of it or pieces of it, but it's a resource that helps you to know where to start and you don't have to be an expert to do it and to use it. The lesson plans are clearly written by our subject matter experts. We also have, as a part of our materials and resources, eight instructional videos yeah. focused on the five topical areas and the three approaches that work. Those videos are also on the TSTM website on, on links. Great resources available to the field. So building on that, I know that I've mentioned the fact that the silos are down and that the lessons are across the board, although there is an indication of what language level would be most comfortable and their adaptations for other levels. Mm -hmm. But there has been some concern in the field about the level in general uh, being too high for beginning level multilingual learners. And I'm wondering if you have any thoughts about that or any way that you know that's being addressed. Yes, you're absolutely right. The goal of the materials was to provide tools that could be used across adult education areas. And so while the lessons might say design for this NRS level, we also have in each of the lessons ways in which you can differentiate based on the group that you're working with. And for ESL in particular, even beyond that, that you'll find in each of the lessons, we've actually identified for the most commonly used lessons that you can adjust them to best support our adult English learners who are lower level. And so that was a supplement to the toolkit that we are very proud of. 
I, I would add to that the index within the toolkit identifies lessons that from the feedback from the users work best with particular audiences. So you can go right to those resources and tools based on that index as well. And that was some job to do that index. Oh yeah. I think we should just mention Marcella Movit while we're at Dr. it. Dr. Marcella Movit, she's a deputy director for TSTM and truly is the, the developer of what I call, again, our, it's our toolkit, but it's an anthology. There's a lot that can be used there. Let's take a, a situation. I'm a new teacher to the field. My learners are beginning level multilingual learners. What advice would you give me about how to approach TSTM? So find out if your state has been one of the states to participate in the TSTM training. And this is kind of a flow chart. If the answer is yes to that, my initial advice would be to contact those folks who are leading the rollout and sustainability in the state and see what training is being done in their state based on that and to connect with the other beginning level English language instructors. If your state hasn't participated in the TSTM cohort training, there's a few things that I would suggest. And you're teaching beginning level learners. I did mention that there is a supplement in the toolkit that focuses on teaching beginning level English learners. I would start there with using that resource and we are still training and recruiting. So I would also encourage you if your state hasn't participated in the training to participate in one of the future cohorts for TSTM. I would encourage you to email us at tstm at AIR.org and let us know, hey, I'm, I want to use this wonderful advice. I also think that programs leaders that might be listening would be happy to know that there's also information about the coaching process on the website. Yes. Is there anything you wish you'd been able to say? Well, I will say we want TSTM to be something where you take the skills and are able to integrate them into your existing lessons. And so you're not changing anything you were already teaching. You're just thinking about how can I use that opportunity to teach these skills within your existing lesson. So I can be intentional about the skill instruction and still be using materials that I'm familiar with. Absolutely. And our participants in previous cohorts have created many lessons that speak to that. That's just great. Well, thank you so much for making time for this conversation, Sharice. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure for me as well. And thank you. We love what you do and want to support you in every step of the way. For more useful resources for supporting your teaching, including sample lessons from Step Forward and the OPD, visit us at www.oup.com slash ELT slash Love Adult ESL. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Oxford Adult ESL Conversations.